Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. designed to help you fall asleep. On Snoozecast, we read excerpts from public domain works and occasionally original stories. New episodes come out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We'd like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our show, please follow us on social media, write us a review, and also share it with a friend. The best place to listen to us is on our website, snoozecast.com. That way, you can play a single episode and fall asleep without another one automatically playing. This episode is supported by Fresh Cut Flowers on the Countertop. Tonight, I'll be reading the opening to the 1903 instructional nonfiction book, The Flower Garden, by Ida Dandridge Bennett. This American author published many works on gardening both in book and periodical format, and also invented and patented a removable window shelf for a window garden the same year as this book was published. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Chapter 1. The Location and Arrangement of the Garden A south slope is the ideal situation for a garden, since it ensures good drainage and the greatest amount of sunlight. The garden should also be open to the east and west, if possible, 
that it may have the benefit of the morning and evening sun. Shelter on the north is desirable, as north winds are disastrous to roses and tender perennials. Partial shelter on the west should be given in localities where the prevailing winds of winter are from that quarter. The south side of a building, or even of a high fence, with trees and tall shrubs at a little distance to the west is best. Though any site that receives abundant sunshine through the morning and early afternoon may be made satisfactory by planting trees and shrubs on the north and west. The garden should always be at the rear or side of the dwelling, never in front or along the street. The reasons for this are obvious. The garden proper is intended to furnish cut flowers, to provide a place of experiment with new varieties, and to grow hardy perennials which have certain seasons of bloom and cannot be depended upon at all times for ornamental effect. One should feel free to work there unobserved of the passerby, and this is impossible in a garden close to the street. Again, while the permanent garden is beautiful in itself, it is not suitable for the lawn and greatly mars the effect on the grounds. Beds of ornamental foliage plants, cannas, ricinus, coleus, and the like, appropriately placed, add much to the beauty of a well-kept lawn, but should be carefully considered in relation to its size and the trees and shrubbery already there. On a small city lawn, not more than one such bed should be allowed. On a large lawn, three will give a better effect than a great number, especially if care is taken to have them all visible from different points on the lawn and from the house, never isolating them by so placing that clumps of trees or shrubbery intervene, but using these rather as a background for the beds. It is from the hammock that the amateur gardener will most enjoy the results of her labor. It is there she will find leisure to watch the growth of plants, to compare the effect of different varieties, to note where she may improve the vista by a different arrangement next year, to observe the effects of locality, of the afternoon and morning sun, and all the peculiarities of plant growth that escape her when busy with trowel and watering pot so that the view from it should be first consideration. A very good arrangement is to put a large bed of ricinus on the most remote spot of the lawn, four plants in the center of a 12-foot bed, surrounded with a row of salvia splendens edged with little gems.